Hey everyone, and welcome to the Holy Awkward Silence podcast, where we discuss how we partner with God to grow in our faith. On today's episode, I wanted to talk for a few minutes about the importance of mentoring in the discipleship process. When I first became a Christian, and in the early years of my faith, I had some really great pastors, wonderful youth leaders, and some really excellent college ministers that invested in my life in a variety of different ways. And I'm really grateful for the ways in which they showed me love, they showed me grace, they showed me patience um, in my teenage years and and in my early 20s. I'm just, I'm deeply grateful for for those folks and and how they, they poured into me. But one of the things that I think was lacking in my faith development in those early years was a more intentional one-on-one mentoring discipleship relationship in those years. As much as I benefited from the care and counsel I received from, from all those folks in my teens and in my 20s, I think I would have, I would have grown even more had I been involved in, in that kind of mentoring relationship. And unfortunately, uh, I'd say nearly 30 years into my faith journey, and I still don't have or haven't had anything resembling what I would call a mentoring type relationship. I, again, I've I've had pastors invest in, in my life in, in various ways. I've uh, been through seminary. I've been through a variety of different licensings and trainings in, in different denominations. Um, I've had friends. Um, I've had groups that I've been a part of, but I've never had that one-on-one relational ship sort of shared life mentoring experience. And I think that's something that I've, I've really longed for, uh, but I've just, I've just never have, have had. Um, What I found over the years is that it's been important for me to be that type of mentor for others, to be what I never had, to invest intentionally in folks, uh, to share life with them, to share knowledge with them, to, to share wisdom that I've accumulated over the years. Um, mentoring relationship, um, working as a mentor has helped me to grow in a variety of ways over the years. It's always kept me on my toes. Uh, Mentoring forces me to continue to study, grow, and learn so that I can, in turn, pass on those things to those that I'm mentoring. It's challenged me to be authentic and, and genuine in my relationships. It's challenged me to be accountable, and it challenges me to be thoughtful about how I spend my time, the the importance of teaching others, the meaning and practice of hospitality, and the difference between imparting knowledge and helping someone to integrate that knowledge into their life so that it meaningfully, uh, meaningfully affects how they live. In short, mentoring um, has really helped facilitate growth in my own life. Uh, so that I can invest well uh, in the lives of others. 
And a mentoring relationship, I think, also helps facilitate growth in the person that's being mentored. They have access to someone who can help them to be accountable and, and authentic as they pursue faithfulness in their life, um, as they pursue what it looks like to be holy. Uh, the mentee is challenged to move beyond simple knowledge acquisition uh, toward faithful integration. Again, not just knowing things, but knowing how to apply the things that they know in practical ways to live faithfully and obediently. The mentee is, is challenged uh, to go deeper in their faith. They have an example when they have a mentor, uh, an example to look up to in terms of having someone model behavior. But they also have the ability to see something they'd like to move beyond. Um, nobody's perfect. We all have flaws. We all have weaknesses. No matter how long we've been living out our faith, no matter how long we have been on this journey, we still have blind spots and weaknesses. And when we're in that mentor-mentee relationship, the mentee has the ability to observe some of those flaws, some of those weaknesses in their mentors, and to find ways to move beyond those weaknesses and flaws. And to also think in terms of being more self-reflective, to think in terms of uh, these are the, the flaws, the weaknesses I identify in this person. What are my own weaknesses? What are my own flaws? What are my own blind spots that, that I need to be intentional about facing and working to, to overcome? And a mentor can help, the, uh, help us identify those things um, by challenging us to reflect, but they can help us to identify those things just by living their lives, uh, allowing us to, to sort of see some of their weaknesses and flaws and blind spots. Um, to be honest and open about some of those things. Uh, and uh, then in turn, um, as we, as a mentee, sees those things uh, in a mentor's life, uh, they're able to then, I think, learn how to better process uh, those weaknesses, those gaps that they might have uh, in their own faith journey and, and in their own life. Um, and that's... Um, in part why that I think mentor-mentee relationship can be so significant. Um, it can be helpful to challenge us, again, to help us think thoughtfully um, and intentionally uh, about uh, our lives and how we choose to, to live them or not live them in ways that are honoring to God. Uh, and we don't have to do it alone. Oftentimes I think that's part of the, a lot of the struggle that we have in, in Christianity. We're, we feel like we have to sort of go it alone. We have to, um, we're left to our own devices to figure all of this out, but having that mentor mentee relationship. is a reminder that we don't have to do this alone. We're not left to our own devices. We have people in our lives that, that, care about us and want the best for us and want to see us succeed, want us want to see us grow and and can help facilitate that uh, in our lives. And I think truly if 
I have any real regrets about my faith journey over this last 30 or so years, I think I'd say that it's that I really never had a person in my life that I would consider a true mentor. But I, I've resolved myself to be that for others. Yes, there have been people that have poured into me in different ways and in different arenas. This is, I think, something that's just been missing for me. I've resolved to do these, or I've resolved to do things differently, and to be the mentor for others that that I've never had. Who knows? It's certainly possible that I may still find someone to be a mentor to me as well. It's never too late too late to find those relationships. So, as I think about this, here's here's my encouragement to you. If you don't have a mentor in your life, pray about finding one. They can be a big help to you as if you are really serious about taking your faith deeper. Uh, talk to your pastor or someone you trust to help point you in the right direction. Let them know what you're looking for. If you know of someone who might be a good fit for you, ask them to mentor you. You never know. They may be looking for someone to help grow in their faith. And if you're looking to be a mentor, Pray about finding someone to invest in. Ask your pastor or someone you trust to point you in the right direction. If you know of someone you would like to mentor, ask them if they would like you to be their mentor. Again, you never know if they're looking for someone to help them grow in the faith. Now, understand that the mentor-mentee relationship is a tool in the toolbox to help you grow in the faith. Tools are useful for accomplishing a task, but that doesn't mean that there aren't better tools out there that would be better for you depending on what you're trying to do or where you think God might be leading you. Yeah, this kind of relationship could be really helpful, but make sure it's the right tool for the right job with where you're at in life. Don't rush into this relationship because you think it's the thing to do. Choose your mentor or mentee wisely and with intention. Pay attention to where you think the spirit might be leading you. Just having a mentor or a mentee that's sort of a a warm body isn't necessarily going to be all that helpful. You want to find the right match for for where you're at uh, on your spiritual journey, where you're at in your life. Now, typically, I ask um, some questions for you to reflect on in, in the podcast podcast episodes. And I, I simply just want to ask this um, to help you sort of reflect on this a little bit. Who have been the people in your life that have had the greatest impact on you? And sort of to follow that up, how have those folks invested in you so that that impact was as meaningful as it was? Thanks for listening to the Holy Awkward Silence podcast. Until next time, may the peace and love of Christ reign in your hearts.
I'd like to send a big thank you to all the listeners of the Holy Awkward Silence podcast. You've all been a tremendous blessing as I've gotten encouraging words from you about the podcast. If you're interested in helping to support the podcast, here are a couple of different ways that you can do that. Number one, you can help support us financially. Your support helps to support the time, energy, and resources needed to make the podcast go. You can give financially by going to anchor.fm backslash holy awkward silence. At the top of the page, you will see a button that says support. Click it, and it will allow you to set up monthly contributions. The second way you can help is to share the podcast with your friends. Word of mouth is a great way to help out the podcast grow. You can do so easily by clicking the share button and inviting others to listen to the podcast on your social media feeds. Third, you can help us out by praying. Pray that people will find the podcast, will listen, and will grow in their faith. Thanks so much for listening, and don't forget to help out the Holy Awkward Silence podcast in whatever way you can. 